Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Tuchel Story. I am Janaki Brolin, medical doctor and aspiring author. In 2009, I worked in Sierra Leone as a voluntary doctor. Now, 10 years later, from my comfortable countryside home in rural Sweden, I am revisiting my memories from my time at Cambia Government Hospital, where I worked together with my husband, Pear. During the first series of Tuchel's story, I will be reading for you the letters that I wrote from Sierra Leone, West Africa, to my mother, who then lived in New Delhi. I dedicate today's episode to all of you, living in democracies across the world who are trying to find some degree of normality in a lockdown. Thank you for listening. Cambia, Sierra Leone, 18th of January, 2009. Dear Amma, I will try and write to you every Sunday. There is no post office here, but whenever someone returns to England, I will send letters with them. We arrived in Freetown on Monday. The airport hotel was very basic, but cost us £150. The next day, we crossed the river on a big boat full of people and reached the city. Freetown is comparable to Putna, very busy, dusty, and everything was being sold, but no malls. I discovered that the large grocery store was being run by Indians, so unexpectedly I found myself speaking Hindi on my very first day in Africa. We even had chicken tikka masala at an Indian restaurant for lunch. However, Freetown was expensive. Lunch cost us £30 for the two of us, and simple things like mineral water and coke are the same price as they would be in England. The road to Cambia was tarmac for half the way, and then Kacha. We were driven very well by a man called Efti, who is a teacher at the Cambia school and a friend of the Cambia appeal. Cambia is called a town, but is more like a large village, similar to Anangpur. Our base, where we live, is in the old part of the town. It is surrounded by a new high wicker fence and a tin gate. Inside, the main house has four bedrooms and an office. The outer buildings include a pit latrine and eight small huts and storerooms. The huts are where the staff live. Moses is the manager and in charge of running the place. Charles is our cook and Abbas is a young student living here who does our household chores like washing clothes and dishes. He is studying economics and hopes to go to university next year. Our living conditions are basic, but clean and functional. There is a shower and taps and usually running water. We have our own bore well, but the pump is currently broken, so water currently has to be delivered in a truck from outside. I am sure this all sounds familiar to you. The generator runs for three hours every evening, so we can have some light and charge our mobile phones, etc. We pay our cook the equivalent of £8 a day to cook dinner, and in addition we buy eggs and bread for lunch and breakfast. 
We've worked out our monthly food budget should come to about £130, and then a small salary for Abbas. I do not yet know how much would be appropriate. Bottled water was expensive to start off with, but then Tara and I started boiling and filtering water, but it took time. Now we have found an electric filter. It's like a big aqua god. So a system for drinking water is now sorted. Now that living arrangements are falling into place, we are starting to put our efforts into work at the hospital. There is one medical officer here, Dr. Sesse, who is in charge. He has a difficult job. We have been at the hospital three days now, and every day there is a little more to do. There is one male and one female ward, and it is here that I enjoy the work the most. Most nurses are untrained, but are keen to learn. The patients are very poor. Even obtaining drinking water is difficult. There is also a maternity ward and a paediatrics ward. Here the nurses are more experienced. On our first day, the maternity ward was full of 12 women who had had caesarean sections, but only two had living babies. On our second day, two women gave birth to twins. Both second twins were delivered after much difficulty and were not breathing. Maud, the midwife who was with us from the UK, resuscitated them both expertly by rubbing their feet and breathing for them. Yesterday, all four babies and both mothers were well and breastfeeding. I am currently treating two sick women on the ward. One, I think, has typhoid and the other has a liver abscess. I am hoping they will slowly get better. We all feel that by being here for several months we can bring about some small changes and improve the morale of the hospital staff. So our first week has been good. Today, Sunday, is our day off. We have been to church this morning. It's a good way to get to know the local people. We made ourselves fried egg and toast for breakfast and pear squeezes fresh orange juice every morning. During the week, we usually have bread and triangle cheese for breakfast and a boiled egg sandwich for lunch. Dinner is usually rice and stew, meat or fish. I am missing fresh fruit and vegetables. We bought some tomatoes and cucumbers from Freetown, but these are now finished. There is very little fresh veg available here. However, lots of fresh juicy oranges, and yesterday someone gave us a papita. Nobody else likes papaya, so I had loads to myself. It was yummy. We are going for a quick visit to the hospital now to make sure that my typhoid lady is getting her antibiotics. The rest of the day I plan to read and go for a walk. It is cool and breezy here today, perhaps even less than 25 degrees Celsius. That's all for now. Love you lots. Janu.